Welcome to the Conference of Consulting Actuaries Leadership Development Podcast. This podcast is designed to provide actuaries with leadership skill development through thoughtful and engaging interviews from leaders within the profession. Tune in to gain new insights that will help you as you look to develop or refine your leadership skills and become a more successful professional. Hi, my guest on today's CCA Leadership Development Community interview series is Riddy Patel, President of Abacus Actuaries and Director of Retirement Benefits at the Walt Disney Company. Um, Riddy, for this last segment uh, as part of our interview today, I want to talk about leadership um, and your perspective on leadership. So when you think about the people that you consider to be successful leaders, what are the traits that they have? How do they demonstrate that leadership in their day-to-day activity? Um, I'd say... uh... Self-awareness, um, curiosity, and then um, I say like a listening mindset, right? So um, those are those are three things that that come to mind, and and some of it comes like I think it can also be encapsulated back to like from a tactical action is like seeking feedback, um, and so you know being aware of like. What I mentioned this earlier, but identifying your strengths um, and being aware of what value they bring to the table, um, being able to listen and not be defensive, um, and and especially in that like you know the, the curiosity piece and seeking feedback, it's it's about um, being open-minded, I'd say, um, and and I think those traits of um, those traits of I've kind of seen that in um, in people that have gotten to leadership positions. Um, and then I think leading a team is maybe a different component. Um, and some of that, what I what I consider a successful leader is investing in in your team as well. Um, I you know, I, I'd say to kind of marry the two, um, I had a leader who I think was like four levels above me. Um, and, you know, I'd done a presentation and he called me to tell me his feedback. Um, and, you know, I knew in that moment, it's like, gosh, like, I didn't think I was not, I was looking at him. He didn't look at me when I, I happened to be giving <laughs> eye contact. Right. And, and so it's like, I didn't think that I wasn't getting eye contact. It was just timing perhaps or whatever it was. And, but in the moment, I was like, wow, like, I can't believe that he took 20 minutes out of his day, even if it was like 10 minutes at the time, to just call me and give me that feedback. Um, and so I think that, you know, it's the the giving back or investing in our teams. And then to get to that leadership position, I think it is that self-awareness and seeking feedback and being open-minded. Which I, what I think is interesting about that is that there's nothing in there that you said that has anything to do with someone's technical abilities, right? And especially as an actuary, sometimes uh, people with those really good technical abilities can sometimes get put into leadership roles. But everything you're saying about successful leaders has more to do with relationships than it does with somebody's technical chops. Yeah, and maybe it's because of the, you know, I mentioned earlier, like I learned all my leadership skills, I think, at AT&T and corporate, and it was a non-actual um, role. And so, I, you know, I, I bring that perspective versus maybe a more traditional actuarial role. 
So talk to us for a few minutes about who some of your role models are when it comes to leadership and how have you tried to emulate their examples and what you do? Yeah, I'd say um, when I first went to AT&T, I had just this incredible chain of command. Um, and I think all of them embodied what, uh, there's a term called servant leadership. Um, and they all embodied that. Um, and it's it basically servant leadership, you're prioritizing um, the team, the good of, you know, everyone over yourself. Um, but it was tactics like, um, and it's just so subtle, right? So I'm an analyst or, um, you know, an individual contributor and doing financial analysis and um, putting together a presentation. Now, my, I might send a draft to my boss and he tweaks it and he makes it his own and it like brings out, you know, the flair and especially when I was first there. Um, but then during the presentation, it would be like, well, Rizzi did all the work. So this is her project. That was her idea. Um, and so the, the real simple, like one of the, the simplest tactics was just giving credit where credit is due. Um, you, and, and since then I've worked with other leaders where, you know, you have that, um, that pretty standard story of like, you, you see the examples of people taking credit for work that they didn't do or, um, or it's like, you know, when, when the, a project is successful, that means that I did a good job. And if it's failing, it's like, well, they, oh, they didn't do it right. You know? And so mm -hmm. I think, again, that um, mindset of a servant leader is something that I, um, you know, again, my entire chain of command, I'd say when I first joined AT&T, really embodied that and, you know, really tried to promote, um, promote their individuals on our team to, to elevate them and give them opportunities and give them credit. Um, that same call uh, when I got told, you know, I, I didn't make enough eye contact and I think I said, um, um, a few too many times, but I was like, oh, wow, like I'm definitely not presenting to the CHRO next week. Like <laughs> there was another meeting that was, was the same meeting, but it was going to be to the CHRO. And I was like, well, guess I'm not presenting. I talked to my boss the next day and I was like, well, Tom called it and said this. And, you know, I'm, I'm ready to take a step back if you need me to. Um, and I remember my direct boss and his boss uh, made the call and we're like, oh, no, no, you're, you're fine to present. Um, and both the senior VP and the VP uh, didn't know that I was going to present until I started speaking in the meeting with the CHRO. Um, and so just having those two leaders take a bet on me um, mm -hmm. is another example of like, wow, like they they would have been scolded if I had failed, you know, and, and it would have um, probably not turned out the way it turned out for me. But, you know, thank goodness they took a bet and empowered me um, to to, to do the presentation. And then I took the feedback and obviously practiced um, instead of just winging it. And so I think, I think that's, you know, that's an example of how I think about that servant leadership model kind of playing out. I love that. Cause I think the the components in there, right. Are, are, are really around you, you succeed and fail as a team, not necessarily as an individual. And then from a leadership perspective, looking for those opportunities to help build people up. Yeah. Right. Which part of that can be, I think, uh, you can be candid with people about, hey, here are the things that that I saw that, that you know, I really want you to focus on this and work on this because it's going to make you that much better. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it's not shying away. It's giving, it's, 
giving the constructive feedback when it's necessary and, and to help somebody progress, not shying away from it. It's not yeah, just about a, the pats on the back. Yeah, there's a term called radical candor. Um, that's another kind of tactic in, in that leadership realm of, you know, you you almost need to be honest to have someone develop. Um, and then they need to be open to receiving it as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, obviously you're you're an actuary, you've worked with a bunch of actuaries. Um, what do you view as the important skills for future successful leaders within the actuarial profession? Um, so I think I would go back to data. Um, one, we live in a world where data is increasing, um, you know, to the point where I, I think about my Apple, you know, uh, cloud storage fees, like going to have to upgrade from the whatever hundreds gigabytes to the next tier. And so it's like, there's just going to be more and more data. And I think, I know that the profession is looking at big data um, and, you know, predictive analytics and things like that. Um, and so I think with that context, having the skills, when I think about leadership, it's having the skills to, to process that data. We have it, but then actually drawing insights from it. So what does that mean? Um, and how do you tell a story? Because I think about my career and it's, I think part of why I've excelled is, is I can share that like, this is what the data says and I don't even have to convince you because the data is gonna do the convincing for me. Um, and so when I do a pitch deck on the, you know, the fertility benefits, it's like, here's what the data says and here's this study and here's that study. And, um, and but I think that drawing the insights from the data that you have access to is going to be uh, a key skill in anyone's success in this profession. Um, and then I think that recognizing that we all have biases, even when we process data, um, and to think about how we, how we, you know, how do you truly take the information that's being presented and make sure that you're, you poke holes at it and um, confirm that it's like unbiased or, you know, think about drilling down before you just jump to a conclusion. Mm -hmm. No, I, the great, great insights there. Great uh, recommendations. Uh, well, Riddy, I want to thank you for uh, for joining me today on our our podcast. Um, and again, I know we mentioned this in the prior segment, but for people that want to follow along with what you're doing or what's going on at Abacus Actuaries, where should they go? Uh, LinkedIn is probably the best place, most up to date, and then um, uh, and then yeah, abacusactuaries.org. Um, or contact me. Excellent. Well, I, again, I want to thank my guest today, Riddy Patel. And just as a reminder, the leadership development community of the CCA is open to any actuary. You can reach out to the CCA to join that community. I want to thank CCA staff, especially Shannon Peterson, for helping to, to organize today's event and to our leadership development um, community steering committee for helping with, with everything with this interview. Join us for upcoming CCA events and follow us online on social media and on our website. Thanks again, Riddy. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And thanks everyone for joining. For more insights from the Conference of Consulting Actuaries, including webinars, meetings, and community discussions and events, check out our website at www.ccactuaries.org and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Are you enjoying this content? Consider participating in CCA's leadership development community to continue the discussion and share insights from this podcast. You don't have to be a CCA member to join. Just reach out to CCA staff to get started.